This is Healing for the Nations with Pastor Carl Lewis. This program is designed to help you build your faith in God's Word, receive His healing delivering power, and experience God's best in every area of your life. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Regardless of what you may be facing, His Word and power are available to you today. Today we're going to continue looking at change your mind, change your life by, by looking at or studying the subject of the power of repentance. So understanding what repentance or that word should, uh, should mean for us as New Testament disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so previously we studied and looked at that word, that definition of the word repent and it means to change your mind. And in breaking that down, so for the sake of repetition, which I think is important, we looked at the word change and it means to put or take a thing in place of something else. Uh, to change one's clothing, to exchange, like to change seats, uh, to alter, to make different, to replace. Um, we talked about the fall season, autumn season, when the leaves change different colors, so we witness a transformation, if you will. Well, it's similar thing as this. As Christians, when you receive the life of Christ, you become a disciple, when you become a new creation in Christ Jesus, it is God's plan that your life undergo a transformation. Now, how does that transformation occur? It go occurs by the renewing of our mind. It means setting our mind or taking our mind of what it was, was focused on and fixed upon before and fixing it now on what his word says, which does mean there has to be the continual um, influx or infilling of God's word into our mind so we can think the way he thinks. And so one of the things we left off last week was this. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, it says this, where Jesus said, But seek first, so th seek, think upon, first, the kingdom of God and his righteousness, his way of being and doing right, and all these things taken together shall be added unto you. Then it talks about not taking thought for tomorrow, or not worrying, or not being anxious. Earlier in that same passage of scripture in Matthew chapter 6 says, Take no thought, saying. So the way we take anxiety, the way we get into a pattern of worry is by continuing to speak, to meditate, to think upon, to mutter, again, to speak and declare the things that we're scared of, the things that we're worrying about. And so Jesus says, don't worry. So one of the things that we're going to have to change in our whole lifestyle is stop the worry. So it's a command he told us. So one of the keys to God's kingdom, one of the keys to functioning successfully in God's kingdom is to stop the worry habit. It's to stop the pattern of worry. Now why would Jesus tell us to stop something if he didn't know that it was something that's destructive or would be destructive in our lives? So one of those things is the worry habit that many of you listening to me right now, you've developed that. You've developed a, that extreme worry habit in your life. You worry about your life, you worry about money, you worry about 
about your health, you worry about your children, you worry about what you hear on the news, you worry about your neighbors, you worry about everything, you worry about your job. And see, that isn't, that's negative energy, it's a negative force where Satan's trying to get you into a habit of receiving what he, what he's planned for you. See, God's got a plan, but Satan's got a plan. Now, worry gets you in line with the plan of Satan. Faith and believing God's word gets you in line with the plan of God for your life. And he's, he said his plans, his thoughts are good for you, not evil, to give you a future and a hope. That's Jeremiah 29, 11. So he wants you to think upon his word. That's why putting God's word first in your life and making room for God's word first beyond anything else is, is of paramount importance, which you must set time. You must put God's priority first. Now, we hear a lot of people say, most people say, well, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. There's so many things. We well, see you cannot make your busyness or, or hectic schedule, even the good priorities in your life, an excuse for putting God's word out of your life or making it something you will just fit in if you have enough time. No, you've got to put the hearing of God's word first and then center everything else around it. Why? Because that's what changing your mind is all about. If you want to change your life, you've got to change your mind. How do you change your mind? By getting it on God's word, finding out what it, what he has to say about every area of your life and adopting that, transforming that, setting your mind on what he has to say, even if it means changing from what you've heard your, your best friend say, your, your mom, your dad, if it's contrary to what God's word says, you've got to put the word first. So one of those things we're talking about, we just hit upon was this, was it says, now, you cannot experience the God kind of life. You won't experience the blessings of God if you're set on worrying if you're worrying about things. So Jesus says, don't worry, don't be anxious, don't fret. And we looked at that definition of worry, which means to be afraid or nervous, especially about what may happen. Feeling anxiety. Now again, someone said, well, that's just normal. That's just, it's a normal thing. Well, not in God's kingdom. Not the way God wants us to be. Now in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, uh, the Apostle Paul picks up on that same theme, you know, being led by the Spirit of God, a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ himself. And in the Amplified, we read this from the Amplified Bible, it says, Do not fret or have any anxiety about anything. See, when, when the more you get in the Word of God, you realize either we believe this or we don't. So he says, don't fret or have, any, or have any anxiety about anything. Now, anything means anything. But in every circumstance and in everything, by prayer and petition, meaning definite requests, with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God, and God's peace shall be yours. That tranquil state of a soul assured of its salvation through Christ, and so fearing nothing from God and being content with its earthly lot of whatever sort it is, that peace which transcends all understanding shall garrison and mount guard over your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Now you notice it says this, we stop the fear first. And it tells us how. It says by making definite prayer, go into God. Casting that care upon the Lord, speaking to God about it, making definite requests or petition. Sometimes that mean, might mean writing down that request, writing down all the things that bothers you about that request, putting all those fears, all those anxieties, so it's not ignoring it, all those things that have been tormenting your mind, putting it all on a list, writing it all down, coming before your Heavenly Father, saying, Lord, this is what's been bothering me. This is what's been challenging my mind. This is what I've been tempted to worry and fear of. I've even 
haven't gone into a lot of anxiety and worry over about this stuff and, and what's going to happen to me and what this person has said about me and, and this, these threats I've received and, and the fear of my job. All these things, so we, we, we could say we, we list them before the Lord. But with his promise, come before him with his promise where he says, my God shall supply all my need. Lord, you said, you are my shepherd, I shall not want. You see what you're doing there? You're bringing that request before God. You're bringing those and you're casting it on the Lord. So he says, don't worry, but you deal with that situation. Don't worry, I've ain't any anxiety about anything. So he doesn't want you to have any anxiety about anything. But in every circumstance and in everything by prayer. So prayer is a tool. Prayer is a, a communication we have with God to, to take care of that fretting and anxiety. Now it says, and then it says, and God's peace shall be yours. So most people want God's peace without doing the first part. So the peace of God that you so desire will come as you do the first part. Stop the worry. How? Putting that thing before God. Put in making that definite request. Notice a petition is a specific request. Asking God to give you the answer, to answer what you need, to address the situation that is being causing you to worry and fret. And as you do, it's in his hands now, and God's peace will co cover your heart and mind. Now, in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, I'm going to read this again from the Amplified Bible also. Another tremendous scripture that addresses this area of worry. And it says this, starting from verse 6. Therefore, humble yourselves, demote, lower yourselves in your own estimation under the mighty hand of God, that in due time he may exalt you. Now listen to this, verse 7. Casting the whole of your care, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns once and for all on him for he cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully again the question why would God through the Apostle Peter here tell us to cast all of our cares all of our anxieties all of our worries all of our concerns on him because he knows that when we carry anxiety worries concerns fears all those things they will be destructive in our life they will open the door to things that we don't want in our life. So, so taking the care of all those things, you, if, if you're not careful, you're being the God of your own life. You're, you're not designed, your body, your mind is not designed to be carrying these, this load of worry, anxiety, care, worries, fears. Fears of, the, of tomorrow, fears of the future. You're not designed to carry all of that. So God says, won't you take me up on it? Won't you cast all your cares upon me? Look at the strong words he uses. It says, cast in the whole of your care, all your anxieties, all of your worries, all of your concerns, once and for all on him, for he cares for you affectionately, and he cares about you watchfully. Lord God is saying, listen, I'm here for you. I want to help you. Can you imagine that? But the thing is this, he can't do that. He can't take the care without you giving it to him. Or else he'd do it himself. No, but you're responsible. You're going to have to cast the care of that. Which means this. He will allow you to take and keep that care if you want to. Hence the command that you need to do this. Again, casting the whole of your care upon him. is telling you to do it because you have a choice as to whether you will do it or not do it. If you want to keep the cares and have that, those cares and those worries like big burdens weigh you down, pressure you out, destroy your life, then that's going to be a choice. 
But you have the other choice that you can make, or the result you can experience is this. Will you cast the whole of your care? You might say, well, Pascal, you don't know what I'm facing. You don't know all the different things I'm challenged with right now. Well, that's what the word says. Will you cast the whole of your care, all your anxieties, all of your worries, all of your concerns. See, right, if you right now, as you're listening to me, some of you might need to pull out that writing pad and start writing down or pull out whatever you write on and or, or go to your computer, just write down that list, start writing down all these things that you've been worried about. Because he says here, cast them all, all of them, once and for all on him, for he cares for you affectionately. He's saying, will you trust me? See, this prayer of, of casting the care on the Lord, it's a prayer of trust. If you do this, you're showing God, I trust you. You're bigger than these anxieties. You're bigger than these concerns. You're bigger than these worries that I've allowed to consume my life, consume my mind, consume my waking hours. You're bigger than the things that have lost, that has caused me to lose sleep and hours and hours of sleep, caused me not to be able to sleep at night. You're bigger than these things. So this is very important. You're listening to me right now. You need to act upon this. See, that's part of changing your mind where you say, you know what? I'm adopting in my mind from this moment forward. I refuse to worry because Jesus told me not to worry. The apostle Peter told me not to worry. Paul told me not to worry. Both the latter two inspired by the Holy Ghost who are disciples of the Lord Jesus. Now, Jesus told me not to worry. If God's book, God's word tells me not to worry, God himself is telling me not to worry then who am I not to do this? I need not to worry. That's a decision. That's a part of a mentality. You start thinking, no, I'm not taking that thought. Jesus said, don't take the thought saying, I'm not accepting that fear. I'm not accepting that worry. I'm not accepting that. See, taking the thought, worrying about this, worrying about my bills, worrying about how's this going to be paid, worrying about my children, worrying all these things, he says, that's all including when you say, no, Lord, I'm taking you up on the fact that you love me, you care about me. You're watching over me. You've got nothing but love in your heart towards me. Well, I know that if I do this, if I put this in your hands, you're going to take care of it. Now, of course, this doesn't absolve you of, of your own personal preparation and things you're responsible for doing. But the thing is this, God doesn't want you to live and be defeated and come under the, 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 um, the weight and the burdens of worry fear and anxiety. So he tells you in his word, cast the whole of your care, all of your anxieties, all of your worries, all of your concerns, once and for all on him, for he cares for you affectionately. He cares about you watchfully. I'm telling you, he cares about you. Don't you ever think, no matter, you might have said, well, you don't know the mistakes I've made. I deserve this. This has come upon me. Even if you caused your own these things, the thing is this, God still loves you and he wants you to take him at his word. In part in repenting, changing your mind, say, Lord, I made this. May admit the mistake. Admit your sins. Admit your faults, your shortcomings. Admit where you wronged someone. Admit whatever has caused you to go into extreme debt. Say, Lord, I, I repent of that and I'm casting the care of, of this. Would you make, make a way? Show me how to get out of this situation. I'm not going to worry about it though, Lord. See, that's a decision. According to God's word then, fretting, worrying is a decision. You've got to decide today, I'm not going to take that. I'm not going to worry anymore because Jesus said, don't worry. Remember, casting of the care upon him comes first. Then the peace, wonderful peace, 
will come upon your mind. And I believe today, those of you hearing my voice, hearing the word of God today, as you do this, even some of you right now, you're experiencing a certain peace that's coming upon your mind, coming upon your body, kind of just driving certain anxieties and worries, even sicknesses that have come as a result of worry and anxiety. I believe the peace of God is coming into you, coming into your life, coming upon your mind because you've chosen to obey the word of God. And you hear this word today and it's challenged you. I'm telling you, change your mind. Refuse to allow worry, fretting, and anxiety to control your life anymore because that's not God's plan for your life. You were made for better than that. You are made to experience the peace of God. You are made, you can have the word says, he gives his beloved peace. He gives his beloved peace. Now let me close by saying this one in this segment here in Isaiah chapter 26 verse 3, a great scripture, Isaiah 26 verse 3 says this, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. God says he'll keep you in perfect peace, not in worry, not in fretting, not in anxiety, because your mind is stayed on him. When you cast the cares, all of your cares, worries, anxieties, fretting, fears on him, then what are you doing? You're saying, Lord, I'm trusting you. You're saying, God, you're bigger than that situation. Lord, you're bigger than that person who's threatened me. You're bigger than that situation. You're bigger than this. You're bigger than that debt, that bill. You're, be you're bigger than it. all of those things. That's what you're doing. So your, your trust in God, your casting cares upon the Lord is that you're seeing God bigger than the situation, bigger than the problem. Now, when we talk about this, this means any situation. Anything you could be facing right now, it's not bigger than God. It's not bigger than our Lord Jesus Christ. It's not bigger than the power of the Holy Spirit who's right there with you to help you overcome that situation again. He said he'll keep you in perfect peace. Listen, God's not going to keep you in worry, in fretting, and anxiety. You've got to cast that on him. Give it to him. Cast in all of your cares on him, for he cares for you. Now, First Peter I said that same thing, casting all of your cares on him, for he cares for you. And God's peace now belongs to you. Now experience that today. If you need help in, in just support, in prayer support, in the prayer of agreement, call our prayer partners and they'll stand with you in prayer as you make that quality decision today to cast your cares, your anxieties, your fears, your worries on the Lord. And I'm telling you, today you'll experience the peace of God. God bless you. A peaceful mind is part of God's plan for your life. Keys to a Peaceful Mind with Pastor Carl Lewis will teach you how to overcome worry and develop a mind that is full of the goodness of God. Titles include A Peaceful Mind, Worry is Negative Meditation, A Worried Heart is a Troubled Life, and Think on the Goodness of the Lord. For a gift of any size, please call or write to request your copy of this four-part CD set, Keys to a Peaceful Mind. And speaking about changing your mind, changing your life, we spoke earlier today about the, the power of, 
of peace, of God's peace coming upon our minds and the importance of casting our cares, our worries, our anxieties upon the Lord. And so again, just looking at that scripture again in Isaiah 26, 3, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon thee. So that word peace means nothing broken, nothing missing, complete wholeness and soundness of mind. That's God's will for you. God said, I'm going to keep you. You've got to hold fast to that. That's part of that repentance, a part of that thinking, changing your mind, taking your mind off the turmoil of all the anxieties, of all the worries. Now getting your mind set on God's peace. That's his plan for you. That word peace means tranquility quietness of emotions and thoughts. So the thing about this, the agitations that you've been used to, the fretting you've been used to, now that's not, that's not God's will, that's not God's plan. So now changing your mind, getting your mind off of those fearful, intimidating, disquieting thoughts, and getting onto God's tranquility, God's peace, what he has for you. Says so says your plan, his plan for you is good, not evil. He said he's, he gives you peace which passes all understanding. He says his love, his mercy, his compassion hovers over you. Even those of you may be beset by thoughts about what about your children? What do they might be doing? Where are they right now? You might be fearful about where are they? What's happening to them? Well, you can hold on to God's word which says the seed of the righteous shall be delivered. That if you're a believer, that um, Acts 16, 31 says you shall be saved and your household. You can be believing what God's word says is mercy hovers over the righteous. Again, the seed of the righteous, he says, shall be delivered. Hold fast to God what God's word says. Cast the care of them upon the Lord and see his power work on your behalf and, and also on their behalf. So again, your mind, what you set your mind on is really important. Making a decision to no longer be a person of worry, fretting, and anxiety, but allowing God and his great power to move on your behalf by truly casting anxieties, fears, and worries on him. He'll take care of it. It's bigger than anything you're facing right now. Also in 3 John chapter 1, verse 2, 3 John 1, verse 2 says, Beloved, I wish, I pray above all things, that you may prosper and be in health even as your soul prosperous. Again, part of your soul is your mind. What is your mind set on? What is your mind focused on? If your mind is focused on the peace of God, if your mind, then you're going to experience the goodness of God. But if your mind is set on worry, on fear, on fretful things, on worrisome things, then that's not going to be conducive to life and health and long life and goodness. No, God says this, he'll keep you in perfect peace as your mind is stayed on him. So we could say this, the quality of your life is directly related to what you think on. So part of the gospel of the kingdom is this, setting your mind on the goodness of God, setting your mind on the provision of health that he says belongs to you. So this is a full-time job, setting your mind on what the word says about you. Now what's gonna help you is this, I'm gonna to turn to this one, Proverbs chapter four, verse 20 to 24 because we talked about this area of changing your mind or repentance means setting your mind on something or taking off one thing and setting it on another thing so if you're going to experience the peace of god the goodness of god what his good plan is for you then you're not going to experience that if all you're thinking about is turmoil if all you're thinking about is failure 
if all you're thinking about is how bad things are. That's why I've got to be careful and monitor the news. You notice much, much of the news, let's say if it's a 30 minute news, then about 25 minutes is bad news. If you, you know, if you don't include maybe sports and entertainment, but most of it is just is bad news, and then they might throw in a little community good news for maybe 30 seconds. So you've been inundated with bad news. Why? See, Satan's behind a lot of this stuff. He wants you programmed for negativity. He wants you programmed to expect evil. No, in Psalms 23, verse the last verse six, it says, "Surely goodness and mercy shall follow you." all the days of your life. You've got to set your mind on that. So he said, my son, attend to my words. Incline your ear to, your, to my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those that find them, health, healing, and medicine to all thy, their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Put away from you a forward mouth and perverse or perverted speech put far from you. So again, set your mind today on God's word. Set your mind on what he says about you. Do what this scripture says in Proverbs 4.20. Attend, pay attention to God's word. Get it off all the junk that it's been on, causing you torment. Get it on what God's word says about you. And you will experience today the peace of God that passes understanding. Health and healing is yours today. Thank you for joining the broadcast today and for watching. As you watch, maybe you say, I don't know God. Or maybe you once knew God and you're not uh, walking with Him and trusting Him at this time. Well, I've got some great news for you. God loves you. And He gave His Son, Jesus Christ, to bring you into fellowship and in relationship with Him. The Bible tells us in John 3 and verse 16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And that whosoever means you and me. Today you can come to God. Today you can be in fellowship with God. You can walk with God. He desires to have fellowship with you and to show you His love and His goodness. You may say, how do I do that? Well, it's very simple. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10, it says that if we will believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and confess with our mouth and believe in our hearts that God has raised Jesus Christ from the dead, we will be saved. So it's as simple as saying, God, I'm a sinner. I don't know you as my Savior. I'm not walking with you, but I believe you gave Jesus Christ to die on the cross for my sins. And I open up my heart and I receive your son, Jesus Christ, as my Lord and my Savior. And that's the simple steps in coming in relationship with God. If you've confessed and if you've said that today, I want to say welcome to the family of God. I want to encourage if you've taken that step in following God and following Jesus Christ as your Lord. The next step is to begin to attend a Bible-believing church and hearing God's Word and praying daily. If you're in the area of Foundation for Life Family Church, we welcome you to come and fellowship with us and meet others. Feel free to contact us and write us. We'd love to get some information in your hands on how you can now grow in your new relationship with God. And welcome to the family of God. God bless you.
If you're in the Toronto or Greater Toronto area, I welcome you and personally invite you to join us for one of our weekly services, Sundays at 11 a.m. or Wednesdays at 7 p.m. at the address on the screen. I really believe that you'll be enriched, encouraged, and strengthened by the ministry of God's anointed word, as well as by the fellowship of other believers who are true disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. I look forward to seeing you. Thank you for joining us today on Healing for the Nations with Pastor Carl Lewis. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, we encourage you to partner with us financially to continue the teaching of God's Word. To give, please write to Foundation for Life Christian Ministries or securely online at foundationforlife.ca. Healing for the Nations is a ministry of Foundation for Life Christian Ministries. Visit foundationforlife.ca and avail yourself of our valuable life-building resources for free. Join us next time on Healing for the Nations.